Welcome to the Supernatural Life Podcast with Chad Gonzalez, a podcast all about helping you connect with God so you can manifest God to the world. Now, here's your host, Pastor Chad Gonzalez. Hey friends, this is Chad Gonzalez. I want to welcome you to this episode of the Supernatural Life Podcast, where our goal is to help you connect with God so you can manifest God to your world. You know, it's my firm belief that uh, we need to be walking in the supernatural in such a natural way that it's not just happening on Sundays, but it's happening uh, Monday through Saturday. And it's happening at our work. It's happening at the store. It's happening everywhere that we are because wherever we go, uh, we take the presence of the Lord with us and we are a carrier of the anointing of God. And so, you know, we need to uh, grab a hold of this and make this a lifestyle and not just a Sunday service. Uh, before we get going, I'd like to remind you, if you would, please uh, subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on any new episodes. And if you would, share it with your friends. Uh, we're continuing to see the numbers going up and up and up uh, every month, and so that's real exciting. Also, I wanted to let you know, we've got some special meetings planned uh, for the first week in February. I'm going to be at Abundant Life Fe uh, Fellowship Church in Tahlequah, Oklahoma, uh, February 4th through the 7th. We'll have five services there, a Sunday morning, Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday night. Uh, during the week in the mornings, I'll be at Rainbow Bible Training Center. Uh, but in the evenings, we'll be there at Abundant uh, Life Fellowship Church. And we're going to be digging into a lot of the things we talk about here on the podcast as far as our union and identity with Christ. And I guarantee you, we're going to see some miracles. We're going to have some fun. So if you live in the, uh, in the Northeast uh, Oklahoma area, or over on the west side of Arkansas, uh, come join us. And uh, you know, if you need a miracle, come expect him. If you know someone who just needs to know Jesus, maybe someone who's just been burnt out on church, uh, burnt out on religion, uh, these are some good services to bring people to because uh, there will be uh, legitimate proofs uh, that God is real and it'll be in a very normal and natural way and, and none of the entertainment and uh, hocus pocus stuff going on. So. Hey, uh, let's go ahead and get into uh, our study for today. I want to spend some time uh, this month and next month simply on Romans chapter 8. Uh, Romans chapter 8 and verse 1, it says, There's therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but walk according to the Spirit. Basically what he's telling us here is that, uh, you know, when you walk according to the realities of who you are in Christ, there's never going to be any condemnation coming your way uh, from you. Uh, you're never going to see yourself, you can say it this way, you're never going to see yourself in a lesser way. You know, we've, we've heard this scripture talked about a lot over the years, uh, especially in, in light of the word grace. And while there's a lot of, of truth to this as far as no condemnation in Christ, we've really just kind of kept it on the surface level and it's time that we go a little bit deeper with it. And to go deeper with it, you kind of, uh, pull the rocks off and, and, and push and push and push. And, and, and when you realize that all of Paul's letters, I mean, the basis, the foundation for it all is our union with Christ. And as we begin to, to look through Romans 8, you'll see that, that it all comes back to this and really uh, seeing yourself the way that you truly are. And so he says, when we walk according to the Spirit, or you could say when we, when we walk according to who we are in Christ, there's no condemnation there. there there's no, none of this stuff of you looking down at yourself and thinking you're not good enough. 
Uh, but see, it goes further than that. Not just not good enough, but uh, not able uh, to do what God's called you to do. Because in and of yourself, in and of myself, there's no way I can do what God's called me to do. There's no way that I can you know, cause the sick to be healed. There's no way that I can cause miracles to happen. But in Christ, uh, there, there's nothing lacking. There is no need. There is no want. There is no lack for ability. Uh, there's nothing, nothing missing there because uh, Christ, he's perfect. And Colossians chapter 2, uh, verse 10, it tells us that, you know, verse 9 and 10 tells us that Jesus, he's the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you and I, we are complete, verse 10, we are complete in him. And that's why Paul tells us in Colossians chapter 2 and verse 6 that as we have received Christ, now we need to walk in him. And so, like we've pointed out many times, that Colossians 2, 6 to me is the dividing line between the Christian who doesn't get results and the Christian who does get results. Or you could say the Christian who uh, lives the life of a Christian in title only, and then uh, the, the person who's a Christian and lives the life by fruits. Yes, yeah, you've received him, now walk in him. And so if we go down to verse uh, 2, it says, For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Well, I like to say it this way, the law of life, it's setting me from, the, from uh, self-righteousness and inferiority. It set me free from uh, impossibilities. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. So when I got in Christ, in Christed, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, when I became a brand new creature in Christ, the, the law of life began to operate in my life. And that life, that law of life, it set me free from the law of death, where you could say it set me free from inferiority. It set me free from inability because in Christ, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through him. In Christ, you know, we should have a superiority complex, not an inferiority complex. You know, he made me righteous, or you could say he made me right. In my spirit, he made me right. He made me superior to everything that is wrong in this world. And that's what the law of life did for me because he says in verse 3, what the law could not do and that it was weak through the flesh. So that's the thing, in our flesh we're weak. That's the inability, that's the inferiority. But it says, God, sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh, on account of sin, he condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteous requirement of the law would be fulfilled uh, in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but walk according to the spirit. Again, you'll see uh, you know, the word righteousness uh, being, being correlated with the phrase of walking in the spirit. Uh, being correlated with the phrase of in Christ, they all go together. And the more we begin to see ourselves in union with Christ and seeing ourselves one with him, uh, we begin to see ourselves uh, not only as, as right, uh, the same rightness that God is, but we begin to see ourselves as the answer uh, for the wrongness in this world and that Jesus, yes, he's seated at the right hand of God, but you and I, we are the hands and we are the feet of Christ. And so if the rightness of God is going to be manifest in this world against the wrongness of this world, that's going to mean that you and I, as the righteousness or the rightness of God, we have to show up in those wrong situations and we right the wrongs. And that's what happens when righteousness shows up. That's what happens when you begin to understand uh, that you are the righteousness of God. Again, going further than the, just the surface level thing of I'm the righteousness of God. No, understand that you're the answer. Because of your union with Christ, you are the right to right the wrongs 
in this world. But how do we do that? Well, verse five says, for those who live according to the flesh, they set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. And so again, going back to uh, verse one, there's, there's no condemnation of those who are in Christ Jesus who walk according to the spirit. When you began to look at yourself, when you began to look at your flesh, when you began to look at your experience, your education, uh, your race, skin color, uh, height, weight, you know, background, money, whatever, any of the things associated with this world, when you begin to look at those things, it's never going to be enough. It's never going to be enough. And I like to, to liken it to this. You know, when I was in college, I worked in a retail store. And so every once in a while, our supervisor would have us do inventory. And so they would send us into the back into the warehouse and go and do inventory of all of the items that the store owned that was in the warehouse. Now, if I was to have gone to another store and started doing inventory in their warehouse, when I came back and, and told the supervisor, things wouldn't have matched up right because there would be a time when she would say, hey, I need you to go get this item. Well, if I was to look at the inventory list from the other store, it would be obvious that uh, that item isn't there, and so therefore we can't fulfill the order. But if I was to go into our warehouse, we would have found that we could have fulfilled the order. And that's what happens to us a lot of times is we're going to the wrong warehouse. We're going to the warehouse of our flesh. We're going to the warehouse of our experiences. We're going to the warehouse of the things of this world. And when you go to that warehouse, you're never going to find what you need to do what God called you to do. But if you'll go to the warehouse of your spirit, you'll find when you open up the doors, you'll find that all of heaven's resources are sitting there available to you, waiting for you because of your union with Christ. Isn't that what Ephesians 1, 3 says? We've been blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Me and uh, my little boy, Jake, part of our confession every night before he goes to bed is this, is that I have everything heaven has to offer. That's the way we've kind of uh, uh, made Ephesians 1, 3 for him. I have everything heaven has to offer. And so when you open up that door and look at your spiritual warehouse, you'll find that everything heaven has to offer is right there. And so regardless of the situation that you're in, if you'll go to their warehouse and you'll do some inventory, you'll find that you have everything that you need. And that's why we need to set our minds on the things of the spirit. Or you could say you need to set your mind on the inventory you have in your spiritual warehouse because there's gonna be times that uh, are gonna arise, the storms of life are gonna come against you or maybe you have someone come up to you and they're wanting you to pray for them. Situations are gonna come up that you're not necessarily expecting. Uh, you weren't necessarily going and intentionally going after them, but they're going to arise. And if you haven't spent time walking around and looking in that warehouse, then you're gonna feel condemned because you're gonna feel like you didn't pray enough, you didn't read enough, you're gonna feel like you know you didn't take enough classes at Bible school, or you know you didn't do this and you didn't do that. Well, if you find yourself doing that, it's because you're looking in the warehouse of your flesh, and that's why we need to spend time. Uh, even if you don't have anything going on daily, you need to spend some time looking in your warehouse, look in the spiritual warehouse, and look at all the stuff that you have in Christ. Look at all those things. See verse six, he said to be carnally minded is death. In other words, it's not going to produce. You're not going to get results. But if you're spiritually minded, it's gonna produce life. 
and it's going to produce peace. In other words, it's going to produce what God would produce. It's going to produce wholeness. It's going to produce life in that situation. It's going to make that wrong situation right. Spiritually minded, being focused on redemptive realities of who you are in Christ is going to produce life and peace. Or you could say this, it's going to produce heaven on the earth in your situation and in your life. Uh, verse 8, it says, so then those who are in the flesh, they cannot please God. Well, we know in Hebrews eleven six it says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. And so this tells us that, you know, this whole thing of looking in the warehouse, it's going to be a faith thing. Because that spiritual warehouse, you can't see it with your physical eyes. And so that's where you and I, we need to spend time in the Word. We need to spend time praying in the Spirit, getting in the Spirit, uh, allowing our eyes to be open, using our God-given imagination to see these things that God has available for us. And it's going to take faith. It's going to take faith to see these things. It's going to take faith of walking in these things. But that's why it says in verse 8, uh, those who are in the flesh can't please God. Or you could say those who are looking in their fleshy warehouse, the warehouse full of their experiences and their past and their education and all those things, you're never going to be able to, to please God and do what he's called you to do because that's not living by faith. Uh, that's living according to what you see and with your physical eyes. So it's going to take faith. And then we'll finish up here in verse uh, 10 and 11. Verse 10, it says, And if Christ is in you, the body's dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. Again, here's this word righteousness showing up in relation to your union with Christ. He said the body's dead because of sin. So why in the world would you and I look at uh, the physical things uh, of, of us, our past, uh, our, our, our physical worth, uh, you know, how many chapters we've read and how long we prayed and how many uh, classes we took at Bible school and how many good Christian books that we've listened or read. Why would we look at those things to tell me what I can do for and, and through Christ? No, he said, if Christ is in you, the body's dead because of sin, but your spirit is life. It's full of life because of righteousness. And if the spirit of him, the Holy Spirit who raised Jesus from the dead, if he dwells in you, then he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. So again, because of your union with Christ, you have life. The same life that raised up Jesus from the dead, that dead raising power, it's on the inside of your spirit right now. And so if you have the same life that raised up Jesus from the dead, you have the same life that can raise up someone from a wheelchair, raise up someone from a deathbed, raise up someone from any situation in life because in all reality, Jesus was raised up out of every cancer, every wheelchair, every deathbed that has ever existed and ever will exist because he paid the price in hell for it. And then he rose up uh, victorious and took his seat at the right hand of God, made salvation available. And then when you and I said, Jesus, I receive you as my Lord and Savior, you died and the Spirit of God came on the inside of your spirit, and you were born again, made in the very image and likeness of God, filled with his God's very life and nature, where you look like him, and you're to smell like him, act like him, walk like him, get results like him, have victory like him, and manifest heaven on this earth. Why? Because you and I are in Christ, and in Christ, we always win. Why? Because we're the righteousness 
of God. And the more that we understand our righteousness with God, that we are the rightness of God on this earth, the more we begin to understand that and the more that we begin to spend time uh, examining and doing some inventory in the warehouse of, of who we are in Christ, our spiritual warehouse, the more our mind will stay on that so that in any situation, in any uh, situation, any place, anything that's going on, uh, we'll always know that uh, we can do all things through Christ, that we have what it takes, not because of us, but because of who we are in union with. Amen. Well, that got me excited. I don't know about you, but man, I love spending time looking at our union with Christ and, and, who, and, and what all he has made us to be. You know, that should be our prayer uh, from, of God. You know, God, give us wisdom, give us revelation. Help me to understand uh, what you did through Christ and in Christ, what you've done in me and what you're endeavoring to do through me. Open my eyes to those things. Amen. Well, hey, friends, I hope you enjoyed our time together. I know I sure did. Hope you got some things out of this. Uh, remember, go check out our website. It's always being updated with, with different meetings, uh, things that are coming up. Uh, remember, the first week in February, February 4th through 7th, we'll be at Abundant Life uh, Fellowship Church in Tahlequah, Oklahoma. Five powerful services there, digging into our union with Christ and seeing miracles. Hey, have a great day. God bless you. Remember that in Christ, we always win.